0: Well, 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 we could all use a little bit of a weekend vindication now, couldn't we? And no, I'm not just talking about the catastrophe that is what is going on in our higher ranks of the world today, that is our government, and not knowing how to cure everybody who is falling ill with the coronavirus, no. I am in fact talking about the vindication of the most iconic singer of our time. Maybe, my personal opinion, but I actually think that that's true. That is the vindication of Miss Taylor. Swift Because there was just a major Thumbshell drop And that is Taylor Swift and Kanye West's Infamous phone call Leaks online And I'm going to play you some excerpts right now So just sit down, wash your hands Use some sanitizer And open your ears Because guys, this is juicy
1: You know, just the college dropout And the artist, like, yay That you love Then I think that people would be like way into it and that's why i think it's super genius to to have you be the one that says oh i like this song a lot like yeah whatever you know this is cool whatever it's like you know like i got like shit on my album where i'm like i bet me and ray j will be friends if we ain't love the same bitch oh, like... <laughs> like... i mean yeah. i need to think about it because I just
2: need to like you know you hear something for the first time and you think about it yeah. um, because it is absolutely crazy I'm glad it's not mean though it doesn't feel mean um, but like oh my god the build up you gave it I thought it was going to be like that stupid dumb bitch like but it's not um, so I don't know I mean the launch thing I think I think it would be kind of confusing to people but I definitely like I definitely think that when I'm asked about it, of course i going to be like, Yeah, I'm the
1: biggest fan, I just love that. I
2: think it's hilarious. But yeah. um I yeah. didn't
1: think yeah. about it. Yeah, you don't have to do you don't have to do the launch any tweet. That was just an extra idea I had, like, but not you don't if you think that that's cool then it's cool if not. I mean we are launching the shit like on um just Good Fridays, on SoundCloud, on the site, shit like that. But I um
2: um. You know, the thing about me is, like, um, anything that I do becomes, like, a feminist thing piece. And if I launch it, they're going to be, like, wow, like, this thing. Like, they'll just turn it into something that... I think if I launch it, it's honestly, like, I think it'll be less cool. Because like, I think if I launch it, it, it adds this le- level of criticism. Because having that many followers and having that many eyeballs on me right now like, people are just looking for me to do something dumb or stupid or lame, and it's like almost, I don't know, like, I kind of feel like people would try to make it negative if it came from me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I try to be super self-aware about
0: Thank you, Love Anne. I have another clip I'm going to play for you guys, but I'm going to preface that by first saying... That is the original clip, and when the Snapchats came out were Miss Kim Kardashian West, who by the way, this isn't shade to them, this isn't shade to Taylor, this isn't shade at all, I'm literally just reading the facts and the receipts that are coming out. But what is, I guess, a little bit troubling is that some of the videos that I guess were released via Kim, via Snapchat, way back when, when this whole thing went down, I can't even believe that this is still going on, but hey, you know what? It's a good distraction from what's actually going on in the world, which is the world falling apart. It seemed as though the clips were edited, and that is not good, because that is misleading your team. And that is why I wish the one and only iconic Wendy Williams was still running, and her show was still going, but I understand why she's, you know, in quarantine and whatnot, because she would literally spill the tea about this, and I would love to, I would love her two cents, because now that she's friends with the Kardashians and Kanye West and Kim, I do wonder how she would maybe what our new perspective would be on all this. But I have another clip, because, but I got these clips from, of course, E! News, um, and someone named Love Ann tweeted, uh, she's clearly uncomfortable AF, As fuck um with him saying that she owes him sex and tells him that she will think about it and let him know if she's okay with it and also tells him that she wouldn't like it if he called her a bitch and never once mentions quote i made that bitch famous line to her and that was a clip i just played for you and then she has another tweet here with another clip which is what i'm going to play for you right now and that is the way taylor knew that she was on the verge of overexposure and that the media was already taking hits at her for no reason and kim and kanye manipulated manipulated the situation in their favor by illegally recording the phone conversation (gasps) And posting the edited clips is so gross. Now I'm going to play this clip, and I, I think this might be the edited clip. Let me, let me, let me play it for you guys. I don't like,
2: this thing. like They'll just turn it into something that I think if I launch it, it honestly, like, I think it'll be less cool. Because like, I think if I launch it, it, it adds this le- level of criticism, because having that many followers and having that many eyeballs on me right now... Like, people are just looking for me to do something dumb or stupid or lame, and it's, like, almost, I don't know. Like, I kind
0: of feel
2: like people would try to make it negative if it came from me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I try to be super self-aware about where I am, and I feel like... I
0: should- she says it right there. She says I'm very self-aware about where I am right now, which is very true. And Claudia West is obviously saying yes, like he's listening. But, you know, you can tell when you're on the phone with someone, for example, and they're doing something else, and you're like, so you want to go to the movies? And they just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, do you want to do this? And they're like, yeah, 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 And I'm like, do you even know what I just said? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, I just told you to like run a marathon and you just said, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sort of what I think maybe what might be going on here because from the video, I don't even know why they documented this video because this video is just like pure receipts of like what I guess didn't happen or what actually happened, but actually in retrospect is what not happened because from what Kim put out on her Snapchats, it's, this narrative is completely different now. And once again, I can't believe this is still, you know, a subject in the world today, but you know, I just can't believe it because it, it does vindicate her. Um, I'm going to play the rest of this clip for you and then we're going to dissect. So the, once again, this is from E! News. I think you love Anne. I don't know how you got this footage, but girl, you are. You got some sticky fingers and I love it. Here we go. The rest of the clip. Like
2: right now, I'm like this close to
1: overexposure. Oh, well, this this one is... Uh, I think this is a really cool thing to have. Uh,
2: I know. feels I mean, like a compliment
1: to kind myself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had this line where I said... And my wife really didn't like this one because we tried to make it nicer. So I said, as for all my South Side niggas that know me best, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. And my wife was really not with that one. She was way more into the she owes you sex. But then the, I, the O part was like the feminist group type shit that I was like, ah. yeah. the part
2: yeah. I mean, they're both really edgy, but this is like that's the only thing about that line is that it's like, then it's, it's just the feminists
1: are gonna come out. But I mean, you don't give a fuck. So. Yeah, basically. Well, what I give a fuck about is just you as a person and as a friend. I want things that make sweet. you feel good. I don't want to do rap that makes. People feel bad. Like, of course, like I'm mad at Nike and that. So people think like, oh, he's a bully. He ran on stage with Taylor. He's bullying Nike now. This fifty billion dollar company. I'm Why just. Are people saying you're bullying Nike? Because I because on facts, like I said, like uh, Yeezy, they line up for days. Nike, I have bad. They can't get shit away.
2: They uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That no, is. that's. I mean, that's just what you do, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say that it's, like, possible to bully a company like Nike. But, I
0: mean, um, yeah, I mean, what go with whatever line. Oh, I just love Taylor's subtle shade. Oh, no, that's just what you do. I don't think it's possible to bully a company like Nike. Oh, she's so shady, the savageness of it. By the way, I love Taylor Swift so much for this. Um, I have the full transcript here on Variety. Um, I'm going to read that to you right now, but you guys, this is really telling, and I can't believe that this is happening at a time when everybody's quarantined and everybody's at home, and literally everybody's probably going to get a vacation with their phone. I literally wonder if Kim and Kanye are thinking about this. I'm going to check Kim's Instagram in a moment, but first I'm going to read to you from what Variety has, and that is Taylor Swift and Kanye West, excuse me, 2016 phone call leaks. Oh my gosh, you guys, that was four years ago. I can't even believe that. Literally, how, how quickly time goes by, but especially in these treacherous, tumultuous times where literally we're all quarantined to our home. By the way, I we went to the grocery store today in Los Feliz, which is a close next to me in L.A., which is a town, uh, a county, I guess, next to me in L.A. where I live because I live in Hollywood. And I went to this really great supermarket. I'm not going to name the name of it because they had sanitizer and they had soup. <laughs> the stuff that literally every grocery store is sold out of. Um, <coughs> excuse me, but um i was really happy because i my hair i had just got i just went to get gas today because i literally had no gas and i wanted to go for a drive because we can't really leave to do anything and i just wanted to like get some air and you know yeah get out of my apartment so i did and i got some gas i was like oh crap i don't have any sanitizer in my car because by the way i forgot to tell you guys somebody stole the hand sanitizer from my car my car i guess i left the door unlocked and nothing was stolen from my car but i had i left a little bottle of hand sanitizer in my um the center console because I, I went for a walk and I usually put my hand sanitizer on literally after I do everything but then I went to put my I went to get it the other day and it wasn't there and I was like what the hell and I always put it there I didn't I looked under the seats I looked in the side apartments I looked in the glove compartment it wasn't there so then I was thinking I left my car unlocked somewhere and there was nothing else stolen but the sanitizer and I was like that is so weird but then I thought to myself in these really crazy times Quite honestly, I'm not surprised that that was the one thing that was stolen. So that was kind of weird. But anyways, I went to get gas and then I didn't have sanitizer to clean my hands, even though I used paper towels to touch the pump. Um, but, but I've always done that. And then I went to the grocery store and I was like, I'm gonna go to this because I saw on justjarred.com like one of my favorite websites ever. Actually it was our Instagram cap, it's the same thing, but I saw like Casey Wilson, one of my favorite actors ever, was grocery shopping. And I was like, What is this grocery store? I've never heard of it. So I clicked the link and I found it on Waze where it was, it was like eleven minutes from where I live. So I went to the market. It was great. It was um it's just like a really high end market, but of course you know, most of the stuff not most, but a good good amount of stuff sold out you know asked to be expected because everybody's hoarding food and whatnot um but yeah i was just like "Ooh, that's not good so anyways um let's read this next article um uh, and that is variety taylor swift and kanye west 2016 phone call leaks read the full transcript um and a little blurb before the article says swift fans believe it vindicates her of charges she lied about not being told all the quote famous lyrics either way the twenty-five Minute call diverges fascinatingly into West's relationship with his wife, Drake, rivalry, debt load, and confidence of becoming a multi-multi-multi-billionaire. You guys, this is crazy. So this is going to be a little bit of a lengthy um, number, but I want to read it to you because, you know, that's what I am. I'm the mistress of pop culture. Hi, everybody. I'm Andrew DeVicci. Welcome, new listeners. Welcome back, current listeners, we uh, where it's really treacherous times, but I'm here to, you know, provide the tea, spill the tea. This episode is going to be primarily about this subject matter, even though there's many other stories going on, but I'm going to read about those stories on Monday, but I thought I'm going to do a little weekend update. So here we go. <gasps> The 2016 phone call between Taylor Swift and Kanye West that transfixed the world when Kim Kardashian published 3 minutes of it on Snapchat to paint Swift as a liar has now been leaked in its 25-minute entirety. It's not known who let the full, it's not known who let the full video recording that was made by one of West's associates out of the bag. But it paints a much more interesting picture of the conversation and both of the artist's state of mind at the time than the heavily edited snippets that Kardashian first presented to the world. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, here we go. Variety transcribed the entire 25-minute phone conversation below, included below uh, for fans of either or neither artist to judge Assist. A full account of the, converse, of the phone call establishes that, as they discuss West's forthcoming song, famous as you guys know that song the hip-hop titan never did read swift the quote i made that bitch famous line that she ultimately reacted against putting their former feud back in motion in fact at one point she expresses relief that he did not use the b word in the song so far as she knew quote i thought it was going to be like that stupid dumb bitch remember i played that in the clip earlier uh she tells west but it's not West does tell her, sorry, guys, I'm sitting in my living room doing this, so it's a little, I'm just trying to get comfortable here with my computer and redo all this, um, West, uh, blah, 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 here we go, okay, West does tell her that she, is, that he is thinking of saying, quote, I made her famous without including the bitch part of the line. At this point in the conversation, Swift tone suddenly changes as she says, well, what am I going to do about it? He responds with a chuckle, uh, like, do the hair flip? <laughs> I'm not even gonna comment about that. She reminds him that she had two multi million selling albums before he rushed onto the stage at the MTV uh, Music Video Awards in 2009 to steal her thunder. Quote It's just kind of like whatever at this point, but I mean, you've gotta tell the story the way that it happened to you and the way that you've experienced it. Like, honestly, like you honestly didn't know who I was before that. Like, it doesn't matter if I sold 7 million of that album, Dear List, before you did that, which is what happened. You didn't know who I was before that, it's fine. She's so shady. No, you don't know, she's not shady. She's just spewing out facts about her. And maybe Kanye West didn't know who she was, and that's okay, because it seemed as though I can remember that day, like it was yesterday when Kanye stole a, the, uh, the award, because it was the, that was when Russell Brand was hosting the VMAs. Um, and that the whole promo to that was West Side Story, the song Tonight, and it was so well done. And I remember I was I was going into my sophomore year in college, and it's at my friend Julia's house. She's not my friend anymore because she's like not a very nice person. And I'm not, you know, I'm not like shameful saying that. Like she's actually not a very nice person. Um and then what what was I talking about? The shade um oh yeah i watched that moment happen on stage it was when lady gaga performed paparazzi that she was like hanging from the stage by her arm bleeding it was so well done but anyways i say let's say i can't remember this like it was yesterday and it was it was very sad but then beyonce of course being the queen that she is when she won her artist of the year award let taylor swift come and collect the award because that is the kind of gal beyonce is okay here we go uh, the transcript does corroborate that swift indicated that she was okay with the line but does but th- uh, sorry, the transcript does corroborate that Swift indicated that she was okay with the line that goes, quote, I feel like me and Taylor Swift might have sex and understood it was it as tongue-in-cheek. Most of the conversation, though, is dedicated to debating whether that was preferable to an alternative line. Quote, I feel like Taylor Swift might still owe me sex. West said that Kardashian preferred the owe oh, me sex version rather than might still have sex line. Ooh, Kim's, like, jealous. No, but, I mean, obviously, if my significant other was, like, I don't know, had an album out or was spewing lyrics like that, I'd be uncomfortable to it. I'd be like, oh, hell no. You know, even though Kim is obviously seems like a very scared woman, and I'm sure she is, it's just like, obviously I wouldn't be comfortable with that either, no matter how close you are to your partner, um, you know, however close you are to said partner, you, don't want, you just don't want to talk like that. Um, and this article continues to say... I feel like with my wife uh, that she probably wouldn't like the might still have sex because it would be like, what if she was on a TV show and said me and Tom Brady might still have some, se- might still have sex or something, Wes says, swift response, quote, you have to protect your relationship, do what's best, you just had a kid, you're in, a be- you're in the best place of your life, I wouldn't advise you to F with that. She argues against the, quote, owe oh, me sex line, prefer by Kardashian because in what might be an understatement feminists will object. She does talk about feminism. that was in the clip that I played for you guys earlier. By the way, if you want to just hear the whole entirety of that, go to e-news, or go to eonline.com. The conversation wasn't just a blip in the careers of either Swift or West. For Swift, the repercussions were monumental. Blowback was immediate after Kardashian leaked the excerpts, resulting in headlines like The Verge's quote, Kim Kardashian used Snapchat to prove Taylor Swift was lying about Kanye West famous. Swift soon retreated from the public. View in wake of the backlash against her family, finally returning with a largely dark reputation album and tour, which she used snake imagery to play off the serpentine emoticons Kardashian used in her tweets when she lashed out against Taylor Swift. Um, The call starts with Wes asking if Swift will actually, quote, release the song for him on Twitter, even though later he admits he still hasn't finished it yet. Swift is taken aback by the idea, but Wes argues, quote, you've got an army, you own a country of mother effing 2 billion people basically that if you felt it's funny and cool and like hip hop and felt like it it felt like just quote the college dropout and the artist like ye that you love then I think people would be like way do it essentially he's saying to her you should promote it and you should hype this up because you have said your word is so powerful you have so much power you carry so much weight um and I mean that literally. Uh f- f- figuratively meaning she her power, her numbers, her followers, her, her huge fans, the Swifties. Um of which I am one too. And I'm a fan of Kanye West too, and I'm afraid and I'm a, f- a fan of Kev. I'm a fan of all of these people, which is why it's so hard. It breaks my heart for me to see them all feuding, which is why I love that um Taylor Swift and my other one of my other favorite artists, Katy Perry, they reunited and they became friends again because I'm an olive branch. Okay to continue. Um and that's why I think it's super genius to have you be the one that says, quote, oh, I like this song a lot. After she balks, he adds, quote, you don't have to do the launching in the tweet. It's just an extra idea I had. Essentially, he's trying to like bully her to like promote it. But you know, Taylor Swift can't be bullied because she's a queen. At one point, Swift says, quote, I need to think about it because, you know, when you hear something for the first time, you just need to think about it because it's absolutely crazy. And I'm glad it's not mean, though. Later, West says, I'm going to send you the song and send you the exact wording and everything about it, right? I'm going to read that sentence to you guys again. I'm going to send you the song and send you the exact wording and everything about it, right? Now, that's a very important line because that was not included in what – that was included, I think, in what Kim said. But all the stuff that Taylor was saying and excerpts of the conversation were not. So it did make Taylor Swift out to be – because it was taken completely out of context, which is why there's always three sides to the truth. Story A, story B and the truth. Um, and you know, that's why it's so difficult when people are arguing in court and whatnot, because everyone's telling a different story. Everybody's versions of the truth everyone's version of the truth is so varied and complicated and intertwined because it's attached to emotion, it's attached to bias and whatnot that you just gotta believe your own, you know. You gotta just go with what you feel, but in this case, we all know Taylor Swift here is the girl who knows the both the truth. Um, because absolutely, where am I? Where am I? Okay, at the close of the call, West promises, "quote I'm gonna go lay this verse. And I'm gonna go send it to you right now." So it says, "Send it to me. I'm excited." Swift Camp has always contended that Wes never followed up on his repeated vows to send her the entire song with or without the bitch line. The conversation also includes a seven-minute monologue on Wes, part in which he free associates about being a good, like, 20 or 30 million in personal debt. And how it allowed the whole town to try to feel like they could control Kanye or even talk to me like I'm a regular. But he added, it's like, even in debt, he moves around like he's a billionaire. I'm like, yeah, I'm a cultural trillionaire. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's kind of clever. I See, this. what I mean. Like, a true fan is able to see the good, the bad, and the mediocre in any person. And that's what I am. Like, for example, I'm a huge fan of Big Little Lies. It's just one of my favorite shows on TV. But obviously, and many other people said this too, season two just wasn't what season one was. And that's okay. Because there was a season three and it was spectacular, I would say, look at that. They brought it back home. And that's okay. Because a true fan sees all aspects of what they're passionate about. It's called passion. It's called uh, emotionally investing in something. As a fan. And that's okay. That's why we live in such a great country. You guys, we can all have our own opinion, contrary to what some people want. That's the thing. Um, he contends, and then I'm going to continue this article. Um, he contends, quote, I, Kanye West, the guy who created the genre of music that is the weekend, that is Drake. Every single person that makes music right now, their favorite album is The College Dropout. Every single person that makes music, but he laments, I went into debt to my wife by six million working on an effing house less than like a few months ago, and I was able to pay her back before Christmas, and S like that you so you know when i talk about nike the idea that they wouldn't give me a percentage that i could make something that was so tangible when drake was just rapping about me into mother ebbing trash can that i could have something that was tangible and show my creativity express myself that could also could be a business that i could have a five time multiple on and actually be able to sell it for like 100 million 200 million or a billion dollars that was very serious he also suggests that keeping up with the kardashians financially was a major strain on him with my family i felt like look Um, if I'm just the angry black guy with some cool red shoes from Nike five years ago, I was going to be visiting my daughter as opposed to be living with her. It would have been like, enough is enough. It would have been cool and it wouldn't have been cool anymore because it would have been a group of people, including my wife, that all had at least 500, 400 million in their account. And then you get the angry black man at the party talking about, I'm the one that put Kim in the dress. I'm the one that did this. I'm 100% going to be like a multi, multi multi-billionaire. I think that's fun that I can be like Charlie Sheen and be like, hey, like I got A's. I told Drake that the other night. I was like, yo, Drake, I'm in personal debt. And for me to tell Drake the effing number one bachelor in the world that can effing rap anybody into a trash can that lives four blocks down the street from my wife and basically eff, f's all of her friends that I'm per- in personal debt is such, a, I'm sorry, I'm having trouble reading this because it's literally all over the place. Um, it's such a like putting down the sword or showing the hand that I don't have my poker face on with any of you guys. You guys, this transcript's really long. i mean, it ends with this. Um, who leaked the 25 minute video and why that remains a mystery? Clearly the original source was within the West camp, but whether it was put into the world to embarrass him for other purposes remains unclear. Some sources have suggested it might have been laid out by a disgruntled former employee, but the mirror newspaper in the UK has run with a story with the purely speculative headline, Kanye West, Taylor Swift, called leaked by Kris Jenner as coronavirus stole headlines. Oh my God. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna read this and we're gonna dissect. Whoever the source is getting... Uh, I'm sorry, whoever the source getting... A further deeper peek into the mystery is clearly intriguing millions of people looking for distraction from a more, apocalyptic, from more ap- apocalyptic things. However, unsports like it might seem like the principal pre- uh, parties. As one tweeter said, quote, this whole rewatch classic sporting events during quarantine thing just leveled up. Okay, I don't think Kris Jenner did that because I don't think Kris Jenner, I think everybody's just so concerned with their own health and whatnot. At this point, I don't think Kris Jenner would literally throw her own daughter and son-in-law under the bus like that. So no, I don't believe that. I think that's just conjecture. I think probably a former employee did this, and I think literally people are just so bored out of their minds that they're going to release this. But hey, you know we're reaping the benefits of that person's anger because I'm sure Kanye and Kim are literally furious about this um, because obviously it doesn't paint them in the best light. I'm still a huge fan though, and I'm still going to follow them, stand them by their products. You know me, I love them. But it also Taylor Swift can now go to bed at night, whatever, wherever she is in her you know glorious world, and sleep at well knowing that the truth has come out, and I think that's great. I think Taylor Swift should be vindicated. Um, another point I wanted to make about this whole thing is that, and I actually saw Kim and Chris being interviewed. It was a really good interview, by the way. I don't, I don't I think it was, I don't think it was Facebook, but it was one of those big corporations. Oh, it was the New York Times. Um, it was on YouTube. It was a great interview. Uh, the interviewer was spectacular, and Kim and Chris were just great. But essentially, Kanye West was there as well. He was sitting next to their friend, Simon. And Kanye was just, because you obviously, the interviewer wanted Kanye to speak, because he's part of the family. Um, he's a huge part of their business. But essentially, Kanye was going off on and on about money. He seems to be really fixated on money and having a lot of money and having people know he has a lot of money. I don't think he even has to talk about that because he's Kanye West. So people obviously know he's well off. He's married to Kim K, who's extremely well off. And Kim is part of the Kardashian empire. It's, it, it, and this is what I've always felt like growing up because I grew up in a very affluent town and I went to public school, but I went, a lot of my friends were you know well off. And it's the people who have to talk about it that are usually the ones who don't have it. It's, like, people who wear labels. And I've seen this sort of, um, I've seen this on Instagram quite a bit, like, those photos of, like, Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg wear the same outfit every single day, and then there'll be, like, someone in debt wears, like, a Gucci belt and, like, an Hermes hat or something like that. It's sort of uh, making an analogy that, like, people who have it don't have to show They don't have to prove it. It's much like people who own private jets. People, I've seen the stuff on Instagram, too, where it's, like, I one day want to have Amassed so much success, I don't even have to post a photo of me on a private jet just to, like, get self, uh, self-satisfaction or what is it called? Self-esteem. So I'm going to build my self-esteem. So, yeah. Anyways, this is really interesting. Um, this, that was all from Variety. Um, e! News here, which is where I posted those original clips. The article is Taylor Swift and Kanye West's famous phone call leaks online. Um, extended video footage of what is believed to be the infamous phone call between Kanye West and Taylor Swift has gone viral on Twitter four years after the pair reunited their feud in early 2016, uh, seven years after the rapper famously interrupted the singer at the 2009 MTV VMAs, that was 2009, wow. He sparked controversy with this famous song, it contains the lyrics, quote, I feel like me, by the way, this is just a recap for everybody who hasn't doesn't know what the hell is going on, but I'm sure most of you do. Um, It contains the lyrics, quote, I feel like me and Taylor Swift might have still sex, why I made that bitch famous. The two had talked about the song over the phone before it was released and to this day, argue about what was actually discussed. Um, Kanye's wife, Kim Kardashian, shared a short edited video of her husband on the call months after the track was released. I'm shocked that E News is posting this because E is obviously home of the Kardashians. So, this is like, I'm, I'm sure that Kris Jenner is not happy about this. But really interestingly, TMZ has now posted this. But every other outlet went along with the story. And obviously, I say that because Kris Jenner, it's alleged that Kris Jenner and Harvey. Um, Harvey, whatever his name is, the guy who runs TMZ, are in cahoots. So, interesting. It's very interesting. Um, and then on Friday night, an extended 25-minute video of Kanye wearing the same white t-shirt seen in Kim's clip, speaking to Taylor about the famous phone call circulated on Twitter, spurring the hashtag called Kanye West is over party. E! News has not verified it's authenticity, and the two artists have not commented. Taylor's Swift could not be reached for comment. Yeah, because everybody's quarantined, so nobody wants to, like, talk about this nonsense. But anyways, continue this article, and I'm going to wrap it up, you guys. During the call, Kanye asked Taylor to tweet about a single, which she uh, which he says includes a, quote, very controversial line about her. At the beginning of the song, she asks what the lyric is and, says, and asks if it's going to be mean. No, I don't think it's going to be mean, Kanye says, and the funny thing is, when I first played it, my wife heard it, and she was like, huh? What? That's too crazy. Um... Yeah, and that, pretty much this article is recapping. Oh, here we go. Uh, Tadric Hall, who you guys know, he's, or if you don't know, he's an incredible artist. Look at his stuff on YouTube. He's so good. I know him from Broadway. He's also on American Idol. He's really good. He also used to be managed by Scooter Braun, but they're no longer together. But anyways, um, he, the article here says, Taylor's BFF Tadric Hall tweeted on Saturday morning, quote, my heart breaks listening to that phone call. The fact that she even picked up the phone and wasted her valuable time to listen to that poop speak is just a testament to how great a human she is. Quote, hashtag Kanye West is over party. Um, the sad part is, I'm sure there'll be no apology from him or the millions of people who took those gifts of a conversation and trailer of an actual conversation as fact without ever hearing the full convo. He added, how does someone orchestrate a filming, not tell, the unaware co-star and still is not able to deliver an even semi-charming pitch to make themselves look like a creepy, fame-hungry musical villain. Whoa, those are strong words. Um, That is just not right. I'm not a fan of cancel culture, and people make mistakes, but this is clearly no mistake. The entire thing is manipulative and calculated and awkward to even hear her have to respond to this non-question, questions face with rolling eyes. Um, I'm just going through the article here to see... Yeah, that's pretty much the end of this article. Uh, well, there's more in the article, but that's pretty much summing, summing it up. What happened? So here's the thing: Con- Taylor Swift, honey, you're vindicated. Uh, Kim and Kanye, you do have some explaining to do. But again, as an impartial judge to all this, I'm a huge fan of you still. But like, what gives? You know, why did you, you want to make Taylor Swift look out look to be the bad guy here? And I'm sure there's an explanation, and maybe there is, and maybe they're going to give an incredible answer. But um, you know, I have to say for the first time in maybe a week and a half now, I haven't been. My mind hasn't solely been focused on the coronavirus. So whoever leaked this, obviously is not good because you, know, you don't want to have people around you who are not loyal, but I think, uh, you know, Taylor Swift, honey, yeah, you, I don't want to say you won, but you, you definitely, uh, this is an age-old lesson, everybody, that karma is a very real thing and the truth always comes out. I'm going to leave it at that. All right, everybody, have a great rest of the weekend. Wash your hands, stay safe, stay quarantined, self-distance, bye.